This is Sticks and Stacks with Chris Meany and Eric Young. Welcome to the very first episode of Sticks and Stacks presented by Monkey Knife Fight. I'm Chris Meany. Thanks for taking the time to hang out. I also want to thank Vance McLeod for bringing us in. A fantastic guitar riff for the show intro to Sticks and Stacks. It certainly helps to know somebody as talented as Vance in the music industry. So thank you, sir. And with that, we are off. For those unfamiliar with Sticks and Stacks, it's twice a week show as we take fans through each day's betting opportunities in both baseball and hockey. Once a week, I'll be joined by the marvelous Jen Piacenti as we go around the baseball diamond with picks, bets, and props. We'll also check out Monkey Knife Fight for all the best picks to help you win some cash. Look for that episode to drop this Friday. And the other show, this version of Sticks and Stacks, is all hockey with my fellow hockey psycho, Eric Young, EY. We're back, baby. What's going on, my man? We're back, man. It feels good to be back. Playoff hockey. Uh, like, look, the, the world is still 2020 out there, but uh, we're moving in the right direction, I feel. And hockey is back. I've been locked in my house and have barely left my couch uh, except for food and water. And playoffs are with us, buddy. Playoffs are with us. That's right. The puck drops on the Stanley Cup playoffs today. The qualifiers are over. It was an absolute wild week in the NHL. We had Pittsburgh, Toronto, uh, and Edmonton all with a chance at the number one pick. They didn't get it, but they did Just like we all thought. Right? Yeah, just like we we drew it up. Yep. Um, Yeah, the NHL playoffs are unlike any playoffs, and I'll always stick by that. There's quote-unquote upsets all the time, but hopefully we have some picks. We're going to run through the series here. We're going to give our final four and pick our Stanley Cup winners, and we're also going to dive into the Vegas and Chicago game happening tonight. We're going to check out uh, Monkey Knife Fight for some plays there. So let's start in the West. We have the Vegas Golden Knights minus 340 favorites against the Chicago Blackhawks at plus 270. We have the Colorado Avalanche minus 300 favorites against the Arizona Coyotes at plus 250. So some heavy, heavy Heavy favorites there in those two rounds. And things get a little bit tighter. The Dallas Stars, the third seed in the West, minus 110 against the Calgary Flames. Again, minus 110. And then we have Stanley Cup champs, of course, the St. Louis Blues at minus 190 against the Vancouver Canucks. And even you know, with those top three teams getting bounced, the Blues, who were first in the West at the time of the pause, and the Boston Bruins, who were first in the East at the time of the pause, failed to get a win in the round robin, Eric. So that's how crazy that week in the NHL really was. Uh, Vegas, Colorado, two teams that are heavy favorites. Do you see any upset there at all with, with Chicago and Arizona? I, I don't. I, I think that that's going to go uh, like people are thinking. But, like, look, like you said, it's the NHL playoffs. Weird stuff happens. And this is the weirdest of the weird. You I mean, no one knew what three or four months off was going to do. Um, everyone's got their thoughts and beliefs. Um, but I think I, – I just don't think there's any way Chicago can get past Vegas. And I, I don't think Arizona – I don't think they'll even win a game against Colorado. That's my prediction. Not even giving them a game. Uh, You know, I watching that Arizona Nashville series, and I know you were watching that one closely as well. It was all about Darcy Camper. He was just phenomenal in in that series. 9.01 expected goals against, and he was probably the best goalie in the entire 
qualifier slash round robin. I mean, the Coyotes were heavily outplayed at five and five. He faced at least 40 shots in three of the four games, 49 save performance in the series clinching win. He's actually four, one and two with three shutouts and a 1.8 goals against average and a 931 save percentage in eight career games versus the Avs. But the Avs, Eric, they did it all year with a depleted roster. Now they're fully healthy. So I'm with you. I give Arizona two wins. I think this series goes to Colorado in six. I just think Kepper maybe steals a game or two. He's certainly going to steal one of them. He's just that good of a goalie. And then Vegas, I mean, four or five. You can get some better odds if you think that they're going to sweep. I I like Chicago to win one game. I have Vegas in five. Uh, We'll break down that series a little bit more towards the end of the show. This one was a little bit tougher for me to call in Dallas and and Calgary. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one, right? I'm going to stay away from it, honestly, from you know a betting standpoint, but I do like some props, and I'll get into those just in, in a second after I get your thoughts on who you think is going to win this series. I'll let you take it away, Dallas and Calgary. What are you thinking here? Yeah, for me, I mean, I don't think anyone thought – I mean, definitely myself, I didn't think that Calgary was going to get past Winnipeg. Um, the, the injury to Shifley uh, and Calgary kind of clicking uh, at the right time and getting very good goaltending from Cal, Cam Talbot – uh, which I don't think has ever been said by anybody anywhere at any time. But here we are, NHL playoffs, Cam Talbot playing very well. Um, but the Dallas Stars are a huge hockey team. Uh, they have a ton of skill, a ton of depth. And in the end, I think Bishop, uh, when he's on, if he's on, he's almost impossible to score against skill and size. Uh, so Dallas is my pick to win. Okay. Yeah, I was, I honestly, I won't lie to the listeners. I was back and forth and it wasn't until last night where I locked in the flames in seven, only because of what you mentioned, Cam Talbot. I mean, he started every game for the flames. There was a back-to-back in there. He got both games. I thought maybe David Riddick was get, would get in there and get one start. It was just Talbot. He had a shutout at 9.45 save percentage. You mentioned Shifley. Patrick Liney was also hurt. So it was a depleted jet squad, but I don't want to take too much away from how Calgary played. I just haven't been impressed with Dallas. As, as I said, heading into the year, I liked them. Joe, they bring in Joe Pavelski, and he's obviously played you know, not to the standards that we're used to seeing. So maybe a new season here will, will help get him going. He did score two goals in the round. Robin, you mentioned Ben Bishop. He looks healthy and good to go for game one. Tyler Sagan as well. But Dallas was a team that struggled down the stretch before the pause. They only had, I think they had a nine-game losing streak. They win their final game against St. Louis in what was a shootout. I just haven't been impressed with their team. But I do think this series will go the distance. So if you're looking for some props, there's a couple that stand out to me. Sean Monaghan, total series points, four. Jamie Benn, the total points in the series, his prop is at 3.5 at minus 115, and Tyler Sagan at four. So those guys, I don't know if they can flip the switch, Eric, and go back to you know the old Sagan and Ben when Ben led the league in points and Sagan was getting 40 goals every year. I mean, he led the team with 50 points. Ben had 39. This is a different team in years past. They play a a tight, low-scoring defensive style. Yep. Don't think there'll be a lot of goals, and that's why we're seeing this these prop totals pretty low. But I think that this series will go six or seven games. So if it goes six or seven games – Um, you know, Dallas still has a strong power play, Ben and Sagan, they can get two or three points in one game and then we're on our way. Right. So I think those are some props that we can really take a look at, but I'll lean with Calgary. So we're a little bit different there. Are you going against the Stanley cup champion, St. Louis blues because Vancouver played them pretty, uh, pretty well, Eric, in in the regular season, they had uh, five out of a possible six points against them. Yeah, that's another one for me that's hard to pick, and I think it's it is part of it. I, I I like the Vancouver Canucks. I want them to be good. I love watching Patterson and Quinn Hughes, uh, these two tiny men just getting abused, but 
yeah. uh, just out and out crazy skill. Pedersen is a tough kid, man. He's, he's very, he's really impressed me this year. Um, but in the end, St. Louis is, it's just so even top to bottom. Uh, they've got a bunch of interesting players, Sammy blaze, uh, Robert Thomas, like guys that, you know, are, are unknown, but are very, very good players. Uh, they were good without Tarasenko and they got Tarasenko back. Um, Bennington looked, looked pretty he's good. Legit. Yeah, he looked pretty good in the round robin. He's he's cold as ice right now. And I just think it's just the playoff experience. You know what I mean? Like Vancouver has none to, to, to very little players on that team that have played and gone deep. Um, and obviously St. Louis knows knows what it takes. So for me, it's just experience and depth for, for St. Louis. And that's my pick. Yeah, that that's my pick too. And I'm leaning the, you know, the exact same points that you made. It's Bennington strong in goal. St. Louis doesn't give up a whole lot per 60 minutes, uh, the fewest amount of shots against. And you look at Vancouver, the second most shots against at five on five. So uh, I will lean with St. Louis and another pro- a couple props that stand out to me as well. Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron have been a duo now for quite some time and they've looked really good together. They were obviously very strong last year throughout the playoffs. Their series prop totals are both at 4.5 at minus 115. So I like that as well. Yeah, the Canucks are, they were my sleeper team, Eric. I, I thought that they could do some damage I just don't like this matchup. Let's head over to the East. Much like the West, there's a couple teams here that are heavily favored. We'll start with the Philadelphia Flyers, who grabbed the number one seed, minus 220 against the Montreal Canadiens at plus 180. They were plus 190 to take out the Pens, and they did just that. They won three or four games. They did it pretty easily. Aside from the first maybe four and a half periods of that series, I thought Montreal outworked them. They were the stronger team at 5-5, five and five, and certainly they had the better goaltending in Carey Price. But can he do enough, Eric, to upset the Flyers? It's a tall task for them. Yeah, and I, I mean, I know you're a Montreal fan, and I know what you want me to say, but I just can't do it. <laughs> Philadelphia, at the end of the season, like when we went on the pause, was playing maybe the best hockey in the entire NHL, uh, and it looks like they didn't miss a beat. Three or four months off, it did not affect them. They looked unbelievable in the round robin. Carter Hart looked super dialed in, and they've got uh, tons of weapons on this team. Like they've got, they've got a legit scoring option on almost every single line, you know. Yeah. And it, it, that's going to be hard for Montreal. They did outwork Pittsburgh, um, no doubt. Uh, a quick team, tenacious team, uh, getting in on the forecheck and stuff. Carey Price looked unbelievable. It looked like Carey Price from 2015. But in the end, I think Philadelphia is too dangerous, and they've got everything clicking for them right now. Yeah, I guess, you know, now we know why, you know, if, if the fans had a vote, they wouldn't vote for Price as the best goalie in the league. They all think he's slightly overrated. But the players have voted for Price as the best goalie in the league and every year since 2017. Now we know why. Yeah. What, would, what would the players know anyways? Yeah, what would they know? A 1.67 goals against average and a 9.47 save percentage, 9.58 of 5-on-5 five five in that series. For- Unreal. Carey Price, absolutely unreal. But you mentioned the Flyers, 22-6-1 in their last 29 hockey games. All they did was sweep in the round robin against three very solid teams, and they did it in in my eyes was in, in convincing fashion. Like with, e- just, with ease. ease. Like, I mean, it, 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 it seemed like they were playing in an actual exhibition game, and the other teams were, were playing playoffs. And they, I mean, were in control the entire game. It, it's scary, man. Philadelphia is a scary team right now. So there's, you can't really, like, there's not a lot of value in picking Colorado or Vegas or Philadelphia or St. Louis, but if you want to put all four of them into a parlay, you drop 100, you can win 268. I like that. Um, so I think that there's some value there if you want to, because I just think that there's three legit teams in the Western Conference 
uh-huh. and then there's a drop off in the east it's a little bit more wide open as we get through some of these other ones so uh, yep. i like the flyers to continue to get it done you're going to see the comparisons with carter hart and Carey price young canadian had some success success with team canada and the juniors and has just looked really really good this season and looked great in the round robin he's actually you know it's the second best odds to win con Smythe at 18 to 1 so if the flyers win it will be because of their goaltending because they have a lot of guys that can go up and down the lineup and score. And I don't know if any one of those will stand out as a Consmith winner where Carter Hart probably would. So if you like the Flyers, and I think you should, maybe sprinkle a little something on Carter Hart at 18-1 to for the Consmith. Tampa Bay and Columbus. The NHL couldn't have drawn this one up any better. A rematch. The Blue Jackets absolutely crushed Tampa last year. They swept them. Tampa was like minus 370 last season. They're minus 230 right now. Can Columbus do this again, Eric? Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable storytelling by the NHL. It, you know, the matchup from last year, Tampa was the pick for almost everybody to, to represent the East in the Stanley Cup final last year, set records for wins and in and, and God knows what else. Uh, Tampa Bay was unbelievable last year and Columbus snuffed them out in four games. And I mean, in convincing fashion. Yeah. Now, fast forward to this year, lots of things had to go right for this to happen. Tampa Bay had to finish the round robin where they were and Columbus had to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm a Toronto Maple fan but no one I mean most people didn't think that Columbus was going to win and the truth is is Toronto was behind in the whole series you mean like fighting from behind and that's that's just not the, the way to go uh, against a team like Columbus very well coached Corpus Allo looked like maybe the best goaltender in the NHL currently um, other than maybe Darcy Kemper um, and but Tampa has improved like you, you know Goudreau um, Coleman that they, yeah. they are a better team somehow impossibly but but they are a better team than they were last year but i'm telling you right now listen when i say the columbus blue jackets are going to beat tampa bay again john tortorella has got these guys believing and the forecheck is just it's unbelievable to see i mean if if you understand hockey watching it it i mean they're relentless just absolutely relentless everyone's blocking shots everyone's doing every little thing um and i really like the decor in in uh in columbus oh yeah i mean seth jones and zach Wierenski may be the best one two punch on the blue line that the league has to offer there there's a lot to like about that and i'm sure columbus come comes into this series with a lot of confidence having just beat the leafs like you mentioned having swept tampa last year i think that they're yeah you you nailed it with tortorella i mean he's really had to change his philosophy they're a defensive team now they lost panarin they lost Duchesne. they lost brovsky and corpus probably a better goalie at this point than Verbosky, but uh, just the way that they play, I-, I think Tampa wins. It's so tough to beat a team the second time around, especially with the adjustments that Tampa has made. I think they're better this year, and I think Columbus is a little worse. I do think it's going to be tight. I-, I know I'm hearing a lot of people say, oh, Tampa's going to crush them in four. That's not going to happen. It-, it just isn't. If you didn't buy in last year, you didn't buy in in the first round against the Leafs, it's, t- it's time to start buying into this team. I think Tampa gets it done. But I think they get it done in seven games. I think it'll be a, a tight battle again. And no Victor Hedman to start the series. And Stamkos, maybe not at all. It just means that the series probably go a little longer. Nikita Kucherov, total points in the series at seven. He's real good, but I think that's pretty high. So uh, I'm going to take the under there, minus 125. The final two series here, we have Washington at mi- minus 145. Uh, of course, Barry Trotz with the Islanders at plus 125. Uh, he knows a thing or two about the Washington Capitals. And then the final series, another rematch in the East. 
the Boston Bruins at minus 155 and the Carolina Hurricanes at plus 135. They swept the Rangers in three. Boston without a win. St. Louis and Boston leading their conferences at the time of the pause. Couldn't even get a W in the round robin. Um, that was the Eastern Conference Finals last year where Boston swept them. I don't think that this is going to be a sweep, Eric. What's your thoughts on the Washington Islanders series, and who do you like in Boston and Carolina as we wrap up? Uh, I'm taking Washington in the Islanders series. I think that's going to be really tight. The Islanders, I mean, obviously Barry Trotz knows the Capitals well. He always has very disciplined, very highly coached teams. Um, the goaltending for the Islanders, you know, the, the goalie whisperer, Mitch Korn, again, uh, you know, turning Grice into an unbelievable goalie. Varlamov is a, has a resurgent and has, has looked really good, especially in the, the play-in series. So, but I'm taking Washington. I just think experience-wise, and I'm just not voting against Alex Ovechkin. He's my favorite, one of my favorite players to, to watch, and a guy that I feel like if when when things are down, he he just will will this team past the Islanders. They just don't have enough firepower to keep up with Washington. And I think Boston's time in the sun is, is over. They looked not good at all. They looked bad. I mean, if we're being honest, they looked bad in the play-in or the round-robin series. And Carolina looked un-freaking believable. And they don't even have – they didn't even have Dougie Hamilton. So they get him back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're going to be hard to stop. Yeah, and they I, are. I've got a real interesting thing for to, to, when we get a little farther in our picks. Oh, yeah. Carolina. I, I, I like that too. I think Carolina in seven. I don't think they're just going to roll over Boston. I think no. you know, you, you're going to – Boston's going to be able to turn that switch and flip it. We talked about other teams and players doing that. Boston's going to be able to do that, especially when they get a team like Carolina, who's going to come at you fast paced. They're a great five on five. They have so much depth in the blue line. Plus you have that rivalry from last year's Eastern conference finals. So I think Boston will be able to, it's, it's going to come at them in a hurry and they're going to have to be ready for it. So I think that series goes seven, but I do like Carolina. So that's the one team I think, you know, you can get involved with. We got plus money there, plus 135. And then I'm with you. I think Washington gets it done, but another tight series, the Islanders will sneak up on you. They swept Pittsburgh last year. They play a tight system, like you mentioned, but I think that one goes seven. I'll pick Washington there as well. So what's your final four? Final four in the West. I got Vegas and Colorado. Uh, with Vegas going forward into the cup final. And in the East, I've got Philly versus Carolina. Carolina going to the finals and Carolina winning the Stanley Cup this year. Woo, Carolina. Oh, yep. man. I, I do like the additions, man. Brady Shea, Sammy Votnin is healthy. Yeah. And playing I, I think a lot of people have forgotten because of the pause. Yeah. Like the, they loaded up. Yeah, I mean, Trocek. Trocek. I mean, Trocek is is – an unbelievable player. And like people forget of, of these three or four guys, they added very high quality players. And a lot of that was adding because of injuries. And now they've, they're going to get Dougie Hamilton back. Maybe, maybe not at the first couple games of this series, but I think he, he could possibly be back this series. I mean, Carolina is deep, 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 deep and very well coached. That's my pick for the Stanley cup, Carolina hurricanes. I like Sebastian Ajo over five points. I, I hit that one over four points against the Rangers. That was a prop I gave out on FTNbets.com. A shout out to FTNbets.com. All the bets, all daily fantasy, all kinds of goodness. Promo code MEANY will get you 5% off. So I really dove deep into all the series. You're going to have everyday plays over there as well. So just wanted to give a shout out to Fade the Noise. And my final four in the West, uh, I got Vegas and Colorado. I have Vegas going same. to the Stanley Cup Finals. The same, so we're on the same page there. I have yep. Carolina in the Eastern Conference Finals as well, Eric, but I have them 
facing off against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I do have Tampa. I know Vegas and Tampa seems like a chalky little pick, but uh, Eric, you know, and other people listening to us who have listened to us before in the past, this was my pick heading into the season on the way out. Let's talk monkey knife fight. So if you're unfamiliar, monkeyknifefight.com. And there's, you know, you can go into a contest with all the games. You can go into just a single game contest. And that's what we're doing here. We're going to talk Vegas and Chicago. So there's, there's a few different, you know, settings to choose from featured more or less rapid fire. We have stat shootout. You can play versus friends. Uh, there's a couple that stand out to me and I went to the more or less. So there's two props that stand out. Corey Crawford, more or less 27.5 saves. Shea Theodore, more or less 4.5 shots on goal plus blocks. I like more for both. Shea Theodore is going to play over 20 minutes. He's going to get on the first power play unit. The Blackhawks were a team that absolutely struggled defensively all year long and even against the Oilers. Uh, They really did. So in the regular season, they allowed the most shots most scoring chances and most high danger chances at five and five per 60 minutes. High danger chances was 12.91 per 60 against the Oilers, Eric. It was 16.43. I don't know how they even got by the Edmonton Oilers and Corey Crawford had a save percentage under 90. Like I don't even know how he got by and 27 saves. He could let in five goals tonight and still have 27 saves because I think Vegas is going to push near 40 shots. Yeah, I'm totally on board. I mean, Crawford is going to get lit up by Vegas. I love the Vegas Golden Knights, um, and, and I think Shea Theodore it might be one of the best-kept secrets in the NHL. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Stud. Yeah. You play uh, – you pick more on both of those guys. You drop yep. 10 bucks on the buy-in. You submit your picks. Boom. Cash in your pocket. Um, send us half. Send us half. Those are the rules. Uh, that's just a freebie. Guys, check Monkey Knife Fight. There's lots there. Rapid Fire. Here's an example. Kane versus Shea Theodore. Mark Stone versus Jonathan Marcia. So putting up points, you can draft any player that you want, any three players. If you think they're going to get combined three goals, it's 1.5 times your payout. Uh, more than three or more than four, rather, three times your payout. So uh, lots of goodness on Monkey Knife Fight. All right, Eric, that'll do it, man. Popped your chair. Hey, First one. Yep, we're we're underway. It was fun, man. Monkey Knife Fight is a cool site. Tons of cool stuff. I, I am very new to the betting world, but they make it very easy. Very easy to figure out. Very easy to place bets. It's awesome. I am not new. So if you want some more bets and you want some more picks, check out again, ftnbets.com. Use the promo code MENI. It'll help you out. And we will be back talking some hockey again next week. And check for Sticks and Sacks this Friday with Jen Piacenti and myself as we talk some MLB been a good first episode thanks so much for taking the time to hang out please subscribe rate review all that good stuff at the eric young at chris meany enjoy the hockey talk to you next week cheers